It's November 23rd, 2022. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum, and of course, uh, this week, we'll get right into our conversation. We'll find out what's happening with, uh, get a little more detail on the Hawaii Sea Grant uh, program, and I'd like to welcome to the show Dr. Beth Lenz. And she's the Assistant Director for Diversity and Community Engagement over at the Hawaii Sea Grant uh, College. And and, uh, she has brought with her artist, Sinead Tam. And uh, she is also joining us. And we'll talk about some of the artwork that's being displayed over at Resiliency. And uh, Resiliency is a... Celebration of Science, Education, and Art. And get it, that's, the, that's what SEA stands for. Anyway, I want to welcome you both to Bite Marks Cafe. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. And Thank you for having us. Well, you know, I, I uh, you know, did a little bit of a, a teaser last week, and I wanted to get into a little bit more detail. I know there's a lot of stuff going on in, in November, and uh, we're we're um, we still got a little bit of time, so I, I wanted to uh, have people take uh, this last week uh, to take part in you know in in the exhibit and and maybe the um, the closing night. But uh, Beth, I mean, tell us a bit a bit about you know what what kind of uh, took place. I know this was the fiftieth year anniversary, and and you kind of went all out, right? I mean, you this is the first time you went <laughs> <laughs> you went so public. Yes, uh, it is our uh, it is Hawaii Sea Grant's 50th uh, anniversary as a college program. We are based at UH Manoa in the School of Ocean and Earth Science and Technology, and we definitely uh, got excited um, with the opportunity to come together. And this is our very first exhibit that brings together and collaborates uh, scientists and artists. So this is an opportunity that we put out, a call for artists, um, where we did a call to the community uh, and received 27 applications, making it very challenging to decide. And uh, we selected three amazing, talented artists, Shanae Tam, who is with us right now, Basher, and Michelle Schwengel-Regala. so yes, we're celebrating. We're at Arts at Mark's Garage, and we close on Friday, November twenty fifth. Well, you know, and and uh, I'd like to get into a little bit more detail as to how you went about selecting your your artists. But uh, when you <clears throat> decided to go all out on your fiftieth anniversary, uh, is this the first time you've actually had like a a, a public um, kind of exhibit? I mean, I think this is the first time I've ever experienced it. Uh, this is the first for Hawaii Sea Grant. Um, so I've been in my position uh, for about a year and a half now. And um, it was when I was a graduate student over at the Hawaii Institute of Marine Biology mm-hmm. in 2019 that I directed a science and art exhibit called Symbiosis, um, which is... Uh, Science, education, art, and society through coral reefs. So that was my first experience bringing together these communities, and I'm very excited to be in a position where we get to continue that and get to do that uh, with Sea Grant. Now, you know, I um, I, I enjoyed uh, the exhibit. Are you gonna? Do you have uh, 
plans to perhaps uh, do more of, of these sort of collaborative uh, events? Uh, and actually, I think it's great that you have the opportunity for science and art to come together. Yes. We're very excited. Uh, we actually have in our, our free magazine, Kapilikai, um, our whole ELO issue from 2021. Uh, our entire issue is dedicated to the relationship of science and art and how they are two sides of the same coin. And as a program, we are exploring how we can host events like this, this exhibit annually. So we're hoping to continue this a connection, these collaborations, and really invoke creativity in our communities and making the work that we're doing that serves our communities, that requires our input coming from communities through this space, through these activities. Oh, that's great. And, and uh, Sinead, tell me, how did you, how did you get uh, interested in this? I mean, and, and now that Beth has revealed that there were like 27 applicants, did you get the call for, um, let's say, an application submittal to Sea Grant? I mean, what did it, what was it that attracted you to being a part of this uh, event? Um, I did see the call for entry um, that Beth put out, and I applied. And um, other people also suggested it, like, hey, you do art, and a lot of it involves like, fish. Uh, this would be a perfect match. And so, with the encouragement of others and um, the application process, I just applied and got sucked into it. <laughs> oh, that's great! <laughs> so, awesome. so Shanae, tell us a little bit about what you do. I mean, and and are are you uh, primarily a a painter? I mean, what what uh, aspect of art do you feel is your is your strengths? Well, for what I currently do, I'm a teaching artist, so mm-hmm. I make art as well as teach art to children and I'm also a teacher so a lot of my practice overlaps with what I teach others so a lot of it's like cultural based programming INA based and place based so a lot of that informs the work that I do and I think I want to say I I was a painter and then I went rogue and I became a printmaker and then I kind of went back to painting so <laughs> I'm somewhere in between both of those worlds and and uh, Shanae I mean where's uh what was your affinity to to fish I mean are you a a fisher person is your is your family kind of like into fishing I mean what what was it that really got you hooked on fish oh uh, well I grew up in a fisherman family so I always was exposed to the process of like diving and fishing and the process of breaking down the fish, mm-hmm. sharing it with neighbors, and that was just part of my life growing up. And I didn't realize how connected I was to like these fish until I moved away to Oregon and realized, like, wow, I really miss home. And what I started painting was fish to remind me of home. And <laughs> uh-huh. um, people were like, "Oh, that's really weird." And for me, it was <laughs> normal really because I was always involved with that practice of like catching what you eat, knowing where your food comes from, and so that's just uh, something I, that kind of stuck with me. Now you know, I um, <clears throat> I, I got to see the exhibit over at the Arts at Barks Garage, and and a lot of your your paintings kind of remind me of of like a gyotaku type of uh, fish print, you know, like the traditional Japanese fish print. Was any of that uh, tradition something that you 
uh, were interested in or inspired by or, or even dabble in? For, to inform my paintings, no, but I also do that on the side, um, but not not as often as I paint or teach or print. It's so like you, it's, just sort of, it's just sort of a hobby for you? Yes, go talk. Oh, okay. And then and do you, uh, what, do you catch fish and, and do the printing? I mean, what, what, fish, what fish do you um, exercise this hobby with? Oh, I usually, um, well, when I do catch fish, I usually just cook and clean it, consume it. It's not unless um, someone else brings a fish that they really love, that they want to remember, uh-huh. and I'll print it for them. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's, it, unless it's like a milestone, like my first boy or something like that, then, I, then I'll print. But usually, no special occasion unless someone someone brings it to me. Okay, okay. Well, you know, I, I, I do want to... Uh, get a little bit of um, background on some of the other artists that were are participating in the exhibit. So, you know, I'm going to have you, Beth, tell us a little bit about that. But we want to hold that thought for now. And, of course, we'll be right back at this short break to continue our conversation with Dr. Beth Lenz and artist Shanae Tam. We're talking about resiliency. And, of course, it's a celebration of science, education, and art. This is Bite Marks Cafe. <music> Welcome back. This is Bite Marsh Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Dr. Beth Lenz, Assistant Director for Diversity and Community Engagement over at the Hawaii Sea Grant College and artist Shanae Tam. And we're talking about resiliency, a celebration of science, education, and art. And right before the break, uh, Shanae was telling us a little bit about her art and what uh, you know she does, what inspires her. And maybe Beth, I mean, tell us a, a little bit about the other artists that are that are involved with the exhibit over at the Arts at Mark's Garage. Yes, happy to. Great question. Um, overall, each of the artists, the three, um, Michelle, Boz, and Shanae, were paired with different aspects of our program. So Michelle Schwingel Regala is a fiber sculpturalist, and that creates three-dimensional spaces and uses textiles, colors, size, fabrics, um, different um, materials to create uh, art, which is really fascinating. And Michelle decided to work on limu, Mm -hmm. Hawaiian seaweed. And it is the year of the limu, happy year of the limu. And during this time uh, in 2022, we as a program reprinted a book called The Limu Eater. Um, it is a recipe book, all focused and centered around limu. It's a book that we printed back in the 70s originally, and there were no more copies available. So we reprinted 2,500 new copies. They're available in local bookstores. They're available through our program. And this really was an awesome partnership in bringing back this book and printing it with Kua Aina Ulu Aomo as well. So Michelle got to work with some of our researchers who focus on limu, with our partners, like Kua, uh, who focused on Limu, put on these events. And so she really dug into the taxonomy, into the classifications, identifications, the morphology, shapes, and the colors 
um, to really explore in different ways. So you'll see her artwork um, and very interactive pieces uh, from her actual process of drawing underwater in her collection to these uh, kind of barcoding in terms of cyber taxonomy. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to see it, but they just these large bands on the wall that was knitted to describe and visually show the abundance of the reds, the greens, and the brown seaweeds that we have here in Hawaii, um, as well as yarn that is made from seaweed. And then we have Ba Shur, who is an educator herself. She's an art teacher at Kamehameha School, and she went to Hanama Bay Education Program, which is a program we run. And before COVID hit, we had 800,000 visitors annually to this site. Um, it's a beautiful place, Hanama Bay. I hope if you haven't been there already, I encourage people to go. It's absolutely gorgeous. Great place to see coral reefs, the fish, uh, all sorts of invertebrates and limu. And so she went there and was just captivated by colors. And she's an artist of all sorts of mediums. So she works with mural, she works with graphic design, she works with ceramics. And she really brought all of that into the space. I'm not sure if you noticed, but when you go through, it's very colorful and it just pops at you, um, which is very exciting to show. And what's beautiful about these three pieces, and I'll let Shanae talk more about it, because her work is inspired by our aquaculture um, research. Our, um, uh, she's involved with our integrated multi-trophic aquaculture uh, system. Uh, and the, one of the projects that Shanae is working on is focused over at Waikalua Local EA, which is run by the Pacific American Foundation. And we have a partnership looking at how we may be able to restock or restore uh, fish in the local EA, in the fish ponds there. So we have tanks that are looking at raising them, uh, raising the fish, raising other uh, organisms like seaweed, sea cucumbers, oysters. And so Shanae got to partner uh, with our researchers there at Waikalua as well. And what I love about all three of these pieces is they're different aspects of resilience. So Limu revitalizing our relationship with Hawaiian seaweeds culturally, ecologically, Panama Bay being this incredible place that had so much pressure from visitors. And when COVID happened, it relieved that pressure and the coral reef system just began to thrive even more. And so we're understanding our relationship to sustain that place, but still be able to interact with it. And then of course, food security and sustenance through aquaculture and indigenous knowledge. So very excited about these three different projects and what they bring and how well interwoven they are in the space. Well, you know, Beth, that's, that's great. And, and I, I'd like to get Sinead to talk a little bit about her uh, relationship, you know, in terms of the actual uh, interaction with some of the, 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 the science and, and you said uh, it's at uh, Waikalua. Waikalua, where where exactly is that? The local ia. Shanae? Oh, it's in Kaneohe, um, by behind Bayview Golf Golf Course. Okay. Um, yeah. And and <clears throat> um, so so maybe describe a little bit about what you are doing, kind of in the field as part of uh, let's say the Sea Grant program and. And how does that help to, uh, you know, inform your art? Uh, yeah, it was really fun to kind of tag along with the scientists there at Waikulua Fish Pond. Uh, I also already had a, a little bit of overlap between my other, like, hobbies that I do or other 
other work that I do. So it was awesome that I was brought back to my local year. And basically, I could just tag along with the scientists and get to know what they're doing, what they're um, raising through aquaculture and seeing the amazing like limu growth and um, nenue kind of experiments or not experiments, but um, how to properly like raise them and just the environment being there uh, to absorb all of that really informed my art and what I painted. So mm-hmm. I took a lot of photos and painted what I saw as well as when I did other site visits to different places. Some of it was more based upon like the land and maps and old maps and how how the land has changed um, as well as like the like how Beth was saying the multitropic levels of of the limu helping the fish that helps the sea cucumbers that helps the oysters and that process. So I was um, lucky enough to tag along to absorb all of that and put that in my work. And and uh, Shanae, is this a, a a phase of the project that is pretty much uh, pow, or do you feel that you you may continue to have this sort of interaction uh, on a on a going forward basis? Um, I hope that interaction still continues. Um, I know, like it definitely changed the process of how I do paintings now. Um, Rather than coming up with a plan and a draft of knowing exactly what I'm going to paint, um, I I like the process of just experimenting, going with the flow, literally like pouring paint, seeing where that takes me and informing my next step versus like having an end goal, ideal image. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that has to do with the place and the people and the things that I see um, throughout the time that I'm doing the painting. And so I hope. I definitely think that will continue. Well, that's great, and and uh, you know I do want to ask Beth a little bit about uh, how you know the event will sort of continue on, and and of course we're we're kind of winding down uh, the the November events, but uh, we'll hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short uh, short break to continue our conversation with Dr. Beth Lenz of of. The, uh, from the Sea Grant uh, program over at the University of Hawaii. And, of course, we've also got uh, artist Shanae Tam. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Welcome back. This is Bite Marsh Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Dr. Beth Lenz. She's the assistant director over at the Hawaii Sea Grant College and artist Shanae Tam. And we're talking about resiliency and the program that they've basically put together through the month of uh, November. And we're, you know, I think, uh, Beth, you know, this is a great opportunity for artists to interact with scientists and, and how it really helps to kind of inform uh, their art, uh, you know, from a from a kind of a development standpoint, is that the is that the goal of what you wanted to achieve, and and how do you see this kind of continuing now that you know the exhibit is power? I mean, do the do the artists just sort of go on their merry way, and they you know they they, they follow whatever path they want to follow? I mean, what is it that you really want to achieve, and 
in providing this opportunity to interact between science and art? That is a great question. Um, I think a few things that we would like to achieve. One is bridging this, this gap in this false dichotomy that science is separate from art and that art is separate from science. We really want to be a place where we're exploring spaces, understanding life in a creative way. And science requires exploration. It requires creativity. And same thing with art. They're very similar processes, but you might have just a different product at the end. And I really want to inspire individuals to bring their whole authentic self into spaces. I, I see so many students. I see so many other researchers who say, oh, I used to be an artist, but then I had to give it up to take my science seriously. And I, I don't understand that at all because mm-hmm. it complements and really strengthens the work that you're doing. It is a creative problem-solving skill that really requires all sides of your brain, all hemispheres, all interconnection. And that's the same with people, too, of how strong we can deliver messages, explore an issue, and identify solutions together. And so we do want to continue this event in the future. We are closing. And what was so exciting about during this entire month, we actually paired our graduate fellowship program within this space. So every Monday of the exhibit, we hosted Science by the Sea seminar, our Science by the Sea seminar series, where graduate fellows came in and told their story of why they are a scientist, what they're working on, and sharing it in more of a story form Mm -hmm. rather than the typical scientific delivery. You really had a more personable approach to understanding the system that we all are interacting with, whether or not we know it uh, right off the bat. Um, So this this Friday, we're having our closing, and we do also have a show called Voice of the Sea that's run by Dr. Kanisa Duncan Serafin. And so she and Malia Hemuli, who is the LIMU coordinator with PUA, and Brie Ornelas, who just completed her master's in botany, um, are all on a panel, and they're showing an episode of the Voice of the Sea called LIMU Love. So it'll be a really exciting opportunity. It's the first debut of this episode. And we'll have a talk story panel with Kanisa, Malia, and Bree. And then this takes this takes place on on Friday the the twenty fifth. Is that correct? That's correct. From six p.m. to eight p.m. and it's all free, all ages. And to answer your question too, we will continue our relationships. I hope I can continue to work with Shanae, with Michelle, and with Oz. Um, we have so many awesome activities happening within our program and connecting. And one of the bonus pieces that uh, Shanae had put together was actually from a field trip to a different site uh, up on the North Shore, up on the North Shore called Wailei, mm-hmm. um, where there's a local vibe. And so that's one of the pieces that she did um, as an add-on when I took her on a field trip up there to meet with one of our extension, uh, Cavella Ferrant. So com- hoping to continue to see this opportunity to extend to other students, hoping to bring other students to our sites, art students, researchers, all for all types, um, to just engage with the places and the issues that we're working on to really try to, to create those solutions. And, and Sinead, did uh, the experience having this partnership with, with the Hawaii Sea Grant, how has it sort of helped uh, may perhaps inform how you will continue your art? And do you, do you feel sort of a, a bond, a bond, a stronger bond now with the, the science side of things? 
Uh, definitely, like how I mentioned before, it changed my process that I would love to continue. And um, I think my bond with science was, was pretty strong before going in because I did a like an internship with Bishop Museum and mm-hmm. that really, with the researchers there, and that really solidified things where I was like, wow, scientists are artists, artists are scientists because they're both passionate about their topic. They'll go to the ends of the world to research things about their subjects and they're all about promoting awareness or engagement and and to for their subjects no matter if it's like snails or fish or everything in between so um i i would love to continue to do that and just continue my research that's great that's great and and uh beth i mean what is it that really stood out with the artists that you selected i mean uh, I know that uh, out of the 27, you've got three excellent artists. W- was there anything that kind of popped out at you and, and got them to be, you know, the top of the list? That's a great question. Another great question. Uh, these three, Shanae, Boz, and Michelle, all really approached their artistic um, journeys in such different ways, and the products that they bring um, – out and and share and engage really stood out to us with the fiber with the illustrations murals uh ceramics all of the above and i could already feel the energy and the enthusiasm and in their application uh, they shared how their work aligns they're already passionate with the mission that hawaii sea grant has as well where it's serving communities, working with communities, being informed by communities. And so that really stood out. So even though we had 27 amazing applications, it was very clear that we would love and we're so excited that we got to work with Shanae and Boz and Michelle. Yeah, and, you know, the uh, <clears throat> the exhibit is open for a couple more days, and I think it's really uh, a testament to the variety of art and the creativity and uh, there was uh, an exhibit that I think, uh, or a piece that Michelle did, where it looks like it looks like uh, you know putting noodles in a in a bowl of soup, uh, and and it was explained to me that it was actually kind of limu and trying to extract some colors, you know, out of the limu. So I thought it was an interesting combination of of art as well as science, just in that piece itself. Yes, that piece at the very beginning, when you first open the doors, you see these three strands of sets of yarn, which is actually the seaweed yarn, uh, inside, um, sitting inside of glass jars filled with fresh water, with fresh limu, and they're separated where you have your reds in one, your browns, and then the greens, and the pigments are slowly being extracted and then being pulled up by the yarn. That's great. So, so Beth, tell us, where can people go to find out more information? And, of course, uh, where can they go to visit the exhibit? Yes. So for finding out more information, I encourage people to come to our website. It's www.hawaiiseagrant.org under events. Um, we also have opportunities. We're always looking for science writers. And when we have opportunities or workshops or events coming up for a call for artists, that's where we will be posting. And the art exhibit, Resiliency, is over at Arts at Mark's Garage in Chinatown in Honolulu off of Nu'uanu. And it is open to the public 
um, for the remaining of Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 12 to 5 p.m. And our closing night is Friday, November 25th from 6 to 8 p.m. Well, that's great, Beth, and appreciate your joining us. Of course, Beth Lenz is the Assistant uh, Director for Diversity and Community Engagement over at the Hawaii Sea Grant College. And Shanae Tam, local artist and part of the Resiliency Exhibit. I want to thank them both for joining us today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week, and we'll talk about the goals for the Hawaii Green Growth for 2023. If you missed any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on BiteMarksCafe.org. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app or your favorite podcast application. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Stay tuned. Reveal is next. <laughs>